Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. While you're tripping around the web, make sure you stop by famousapple.com forward slash group. That's our Facebook page for this podcast. It's called Living with a Disability. Go over there, check that out. There's people chatting, people talking, people making friends, people asking questions, people answering questions. So you get a minute, check it out. And while you're tripping around the web still, make sure you stop by famousapple.com forward slash that vegan disabled gal. That's Erin Fernandez page. She's the host of the Vegan Possibility, today's podcast. You want to go over there and check out Erin's page. There's people over there chatting and asking questions and talking and making friends over there. And over there, they're talking about veganism and vegetarians. And they're talking about everything that you hear on, on the Vegan Possibility show here. Plus, they're talking about disabilities. Plus, they're making friends. And plus, they all go back and forth between the Living with a Disability page. So we're one big happy family. So go over there, check out both pages, join both pages, make friends. What does it hurt? You know, what's good about it is when you go to one of our pages, you don't have to go anywhere else on the web. Everything is right there. Check it out. Just go over there, check them all out. Anyway, how you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that, right? Taking your meds the way you're supposed to? You go into therapy? Are you doing your doctor's visits virtually still? Excellent. Excellent. You got to admit, that's much better than getting in the car, getting on public transportation, traveling halfway across town to go to a doctor for five minutes, you know, see the doctor in his office for five minutes. It took you a half hour to get there. And then travel a half hour back, I'd rather go to my dining room table, sit down, look at my phone, go, yes, doc, I'm still feeling like crap, but I'm feeling a little bit better than I did yesterday. And he says, okay, I'll send in your prescription now to the drugstore, pick it up. It's better to do that and sit at the dining room table in my pajamas or my, my shorts or something than to have to get dressed. Like I said, drive a half hour across town, sit in his waiting room for 10, 15 minutes, see the doctor for five, then get on public transportation or get in my car and drive a half hour back home. Look at the money you save on gas. Look at the time you save. It's a win-win situation is virtual doctor's visits. Anyhow, we have got a good one for you today. Erin and I have this conversation about the pluses and the minuses of a vegan or a vegetarian lifestyle. Now, the minuses aren't so bad because they're rectifiable. You know, you can, you can fix it. And the pluses are pretty good. So you wanna pay, you're going to want to pay attention to this. And the one thing, the one thing I want to remind you before we even start, we're not doctors. 
We're not lawyers. We're not nutritionalists. We're everyday people just like you. We're giving the information that we find and sharing it. We're sharing our experiences. I'm not a vegan. Erin is a vegan. So sometimes it may seem like we get testy with one another, but believe me, we're not. We're the best of friends and it's all just us giving out information. We're not, we're not enemies. Like I said, we're the best of friends. So don't get upset, but sit back, relax, and I'm going to go find Erin and we're going to get started here. can't find you. I'm over here. Ah, there you are. So how are you today, Erin? What's going on? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Excellent. I just kind of, we, we actually got a new couch today. So, um, cool. Yeah. So that was the big adventure for the day. So very yeah. cool. What color? Yeah. Uh, a brown, brown, chocolate, chocolate brown. Really? Do, do I have to take my shoes off if I go and lay on it? Oh, no, no. I don't take my shoes off, so. Oh, good. So I would not make you. Oh, good, good, good. Very nice, very nice. I have been doing a little checking up on all the stuff you've been telling me. Okay. And all about these smart animals and everything else. And you know what? I found out that cows aren't as smart as you said they were. I found out the smartest animal in the world is an elephant. Yes, the elephant. And... Now I want a pet elephant. I want to. Oh, I want, I, I want to teach him how to talk. I actually have um, an elephant. I adopted or no orphan elephant. Um, actually, I don't have it obviously here, so that would be crazy. But um, actually, adopted an elephant through the Shelter Wildlife Trust. Um, in, in, and I actually gifted my uh, sister-in-law one for her birthday. It's a little baby orphan elephant. Elephant. You get weekly, monthly updates, etc. So, really, they're great. Yeah, they're really smart, and it's really amazing the uh, uh, work they do, the con conservation work they do. Uh, the Shelter Wildlife Trust, not to turn this into a PSA or PSA for sh sheltering, but um, but they do a lot of good work. So over there, what are, are they? Are they um, on a reservation or are they out in the wild? Um, I, I believe. It, I believe it's a, a reservation. I I, I, I don't want to misspeak, um, but I believe it's for a reservation, and they have a bunch of different areas. That, so they're out in the wild. Like, they roam, like, freely, you know, but they the babies do come to, to get a bottle feeding three times a day, and they, come, they know where to go. They go to the keepers, and even the keepers sleep with them sometimes cool. because it's like they get full-on care. It's really amazing. So I I never realized that an elephant was the smartest animal. I've been checking. Yeah, I, go ahead. No, no, I didn't realize that either. Yeah, I've, I, I've I, been I, checking up on because you were telling me cows and pigs, and I found out like the five smartest animals in the world. Cows and pigs don't even show up on that on that roster. Yeah. You know, chimpanzees, elephants, dolphins, orangutans. Yeah, yeah. But no cows and pigs. Yeah. Well, pigs are, are uh, as smart as a toddler. So they're, you know, and are, they're oftentimes can be smarter than your dog. So that's where 
like I relate it. I wouldn't eat my dog, so why would I eat a pig? Because I love my dog, and I like he's my, my companion. So, so that's where I I uh, bring it to. Well, they they just they say pigs can be domesticated. Yes, you can make them. You can make them just like your dog. You can yeah. you can keep. Well, I have a question for you though. I, I look at your your friend's uh, videos, Arthur a- Arthur's Acres. Yes, Arthur's Acres. I'm not up on pigs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not an expert on pigs at, at all. But what's the difference between the pigs on Arthur's Acres and, like, say, a potbelly pig? Um, there are potbelly pigs on Arthur's Acres too. Uh, they they're a little smaller. Um, not you know they're still big, but they're a little. The farm pig can. I believe King Carl is something like nine hundred pounds or a thousand pounds. What? And he, he, yeah, he's huge. He's uh, he he is was locked in a in a stable and just used for breeding in this in, entire life. And so he, he is partially blind, um, just because he has never seen daylight. So, but now he's out and he he's the sweetest pig in the world. But he that's why his name is King Carl. He is huge. So nine hundred pounds. Yeah, I, I, I don't call me in that because I, Todd, we're going to have Todd on, uh, I believe, the 23rd. So he will, will be able to ask him all that yeah, information. I, got, I have questions for him. Yes. <laughs> so, but the pot belly pigs are the more the ones that you keep in the house. I, I've never really seen a big house. But of course, there is Esther, the wonder pig. They're, her owners bought her, she was sold to them as a teacup pig. And she now is huge farm pig. She's what is huge. A teacup her, pig? Yeah. They, they, there's no such thing as a teacup pig. But people sell it because they're so cute and small. And really, they're just little runts, underweight piglets or starved piglets. Um, or like, like babies that are legit like a day or two old. And they sell them as teacup piglets. And there's no same thing as that. you know. But, of course, people want, want to make money. So... But then when the when the pig grows and grows and grows, then the owners can't take care of them because who who can have a big pig in their house, you know? So so then they end up having to keep rehome them or give them to an animal rescue, hopefully, or you know, if give them to an animal animal sanctuary. People, but that people actually think that there's such a thing as a teacup pig. Yeah, yeah, people are. Um, <laughs> I'm are, not laughing at them. Yeah, it's just a little bit odd. Like yeah, I've heard I, of teacup chihuahuas. Yep, they believe in, or and that's huge misinformation because for a while there, um, pigs were all the rave to have. Oh, I want to have a pig as a pet and things like that, and that's fine. But it's a lifetime commitment. It's a 20-year commitment at least. So if you're not willing to do that, or if you're just going to give it away when it gets too big. Or, or if it, I can, I, just, I couldn't yeah. understand that anyway. Even with a dog, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand people that they get a t- they get a dog. It's a puppy, and then yeah. when it gets to be like twelve years old, it's not a puppy anymore. Yeah, and then they, they just give it, give it away. I can't understand any pet. Yeah. I don't care whether it's whether it's a, a puppy, a pig, a, yeah. a giraffe. Yeah. Why do you take a a pet into your home? If you're going to take a pet into your home, you make it part of your family. Yes. Yeah. I don't care. It could be a lizard for all I care. Yeah. Why do you get rid of it when it gets to be too old? I don't understand that for the yeah. life of me. Never did. I could never understand that. If you're taking it into your home, you're making a part of your family. The end. Yes. Completely, completely agree with you. 
like we have our old main dog, Toby. He's 17 years old, or mm-hmm. yeah, 16, and he's partially blind. He's been sundowning and is dementia, and he's been peeing in the house sometimes. But he's in a, actually in an upswing now. But we've never once thought of getting rid of him. Like oh, we, he... it's like yeah, we love him. It's like he's our little dude. He's like right, our little he's baby. Your boy. You know? No. That's a, I have so. I have Casey, my 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 little girl. She yeah. she's fifteen and she's got cataracts and she can hardly see. Yep. And she's got arthritis, but there's no way I'm getting rid of her unless yeah, yeah. unless she's in too much pain. Then it's a different story. But I'm not going to take her to the pound. Yes. That's she's with she's with us. She's diabetic. Yeah. My my wife gives checks her sugar every day, twice a day. And oh. gives her insulin shots. Oh wow! You know, that's that's our little baby. I have yeah. a, I have another dog that's an amputee. Yep. And I have a cat. These are our kids, our fur yeah. kids. Yes. Yep. Fur babies. Yeah. Fur babies. That's the word I'm yep. looking for. Yep. And there's no way they're going anywhere. Yep. I can't understand these people. I see I see ads on Facebook all the time that yeah, people just left because they, I couldn't take them with us, so we left them in the house. Yeah, it's it's oh. infuriating. I want I want to I, I want to get them. I want to get those people, and I want to lock them in a house. Yes. Without their legs or their arms. Ooh, yes. that bothers me. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, but the yeah. So the elephant is the smartest animal. Now, yeah. I have another question about pigs. What about guinea pigs? Are they really pigs or are they rodents? I I honestly I don't know. That's a good question. Because I've also wondered that myself because when I've been looking on Facebook, I type in like pig pig groups or something like that. And it shows me guinea pig groups. Yeah. So, yeah. So I honestly, I don't know. I, I don't, I think that they are more of like a hamster, like rodent, you know, a ferret rodent family. But that that's maybe a good question we can ask Todd. Yeah. <laughs> he I, may laugh at us because, you know, but that's a good question, you know. I, they always look like a fat hamster to me. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think they were like a big hamster. A hamster with an eating problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I don't know. Well, I yeah, I, I am going to that I'm going to I'm writing that down now for Todd. <laughs> yeah. Guinea pig. What Guinea what, pig. What is it? What are they? <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised. I, I was looking for cows and pigs on this list, and everywhere I looked, they didn't make the top five. I was just gonna say, uh, well, just because like intelligence level, you sh- like they're still sentient beings. Like just because we should look and care after the, the least intelligent, the least uh, you know educated, you know, in the society. So do we like down old people with Alzheimer's just because they don't know any better, better, or do we do we um are we evil to handicap people or you know mentally challenge you know do we so intelligence level shouldn't clarify sentient i didn't say that oh no i know i'm not saying you said that i'm just saying no that. i was just looking because when uh greg was on no egg greg he, yeah he was telling me that pigs pigs were the equivalent of a four-year-old and and i can't find that anywhere the closest i came was that you can train them to be the equivalent of an 18-month-old. Yeah. And I know that, that I think I've looked at maybe they said toddler, so maybe... Maybe just, that's what they Yeah, meant. he just, yeah, just meant a toddler. And, well, and the way Greg, I don't think, 
know that Greg has children, so he doesn't know what a toddler's age is. So. No, the way Greg was going, if you let him go any further, he'd be telling you they'd be 14 or 15. <laughs> but, no, I'm only kidding. I like Greg. But, no, I, I was looking for somewhere where it said that the pig was the equivalent of a four-year-old, and I couldn't find that anywhere. Yeah. And then I figured, well, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place, so I was Googling it, and I just couldn't find it. I found on yeah. BBC that you can train them to be the equivalent of like an 18-month-old. Yeah, yeah. But you can train any animal, domesticated animal. You could train a dog to be the equivalent of an 18-month-old. Yeah. What, what they were doing, they were putting balls into holes, like a golf ball into a golf cup, a soccer ball into a soccer net, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's still impressive. I'm not saying it's not impressive. It's, yeah. It's still impressive when you can get an animal to do those things. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, the elephant, I never I never even thought of an elephant as being the smartest animal in the world. I used to think the dolphin was. Yes, I th yeah, I always thought the dolphin was too. But also, and I'll get off this subject in a minute, but I also found out something. I was down in um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, yep. a few years back, and I went out on this dolphin watching boat. And I found out the dolphins aren't the happy little creatures that TV makes them out to be. There was this big sign on the boat that says, keep your hands in, in the boat. Don't try to play with the dolphins or don't try to pet them because they'll eat your fingers off. Oh, they probably think it's a treat or something. No, they, they, dolphins are actually, I, I grew up as a kid watching Flipper. Remember that? Yeah. And, you know, Bud and his brother, they were jumping in the water, swimming with Flipper. And that's how I thought all dolphins were, to be honest, yeah. when I was a kid. And when we went on a dolphin watching, and to see these pictures that they show you on the boat, dolphins attack. Wow. I didn't uh, know that. No, I, don't, I didn't know that either. They're, they're, I, I... they're, they're dangerous fish, actually. They, they're some, you, you always hear some story of heroic things that dolphins do, but dolphins will attack you. I didn't know that. No, I don't know it either. And they sh they showed pictures of people that were on the boat that actually had gouges taken out of their leg. Wow. Yeah, I was, but I always thought dolphins were like the smartest animal there was, and yeah, you know, most friendly to human beings. Nah. <laughs> well, well, maybe the smart that's where they're biting us. <laughs> yeah, it could be too. <laughs> you guys suck. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> you guys don't belong in my water. <laughs> But whales are friendlier than dolphins. Mm. Anyhow, you know, the other thing that I've been looking around, looking at, is the vegan, veget vegetarian diets. You know, I've heard a lot. People have told me that. Well, they've told me a lot of things lately. But I started looking online at the diets themselves. And there's some upsides, and but there are also some downsides to the vegan diets. Yeah. And not terrible things, not things that say, oh, no, don't ever do a vegan diet. But there are some downsides to it. And I was thinking of you. I went on WebMD, and I was thinking of you when I seen the first thing on it. That's why I called you earlier to ask you about this. But yeah. there's a stroke risk from yeah. eating the vegetarian vegan diet. I don't, I don't know anything about that. Um, I've never seen, and then I know that WebMD, you can put in that you have the sniffles, and they'd be like, oh, your like arm is gonna fall off, you know. <laughs> so I'd have to do a little more research um, on that. But I know that I had my stroke. I was not a vegan. 
um, when I had my stroke, um, when I had both of them. So I was in my stroke was a purely from an eating disorder and from a lack of a lack of potassium, like vitamin deficiency. So that's what my stroke is from. Well, like we were saying before, WebMD is not the be-all and end-all. Yes, yeah. It's a good starting point, something that gives yeah. you, like, something to give, that gives you the oomph to look further into it. I like yes. I like WebMD because they speak in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't speak in doctor terms. Yeah. And what they said, though, about the stroke, the stroke risk, they, there was a British researchers that followed more than 48,000 men and women with no history of heart disease or stroke for more than 18 years. Vegetarians had a 13% lower risk of heart disease, which is a good thing, than meat eaters. But they also had a 20% higher rate of stroke than meat eaters. That translated to three more strokes for every thousand people over 10 years. Yeah. That's something that you have to really look into. You know, yeah, I'll have to look into that as well. Maybe they all, all had a potassium deficiency as well. Well, it, it doesn't say, they said they had no no history of it Yeah. to begin with. And it's just something, you know, I'm not saying that if you eat a vegan diet, you're going to have a stroke. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all, but it's just something that you should be aware of that yeah. that there's a possibility of it whenever you eat a, a vegan diet you have to take supplements no matter what you do you b12 there's certain properties that are abundant in fish that you, there's a vegan supplement for that there's supplements for everything and most vegans that i know i take supplements as well um take you know, b12 biotin all that stuff um no i'm not even sure what i take i take a little handful of stuff um, but it's definitely, you take a lot of stuff to supplement. And then with the food, you know, eat food, leafy greens, et cetera. So I think everyone should be taking supplements. And concentrates, like myth, people think it's, it's expensive tea, but it's really not. Supplements actually do, there is some supplements I'm sure that are not validated. Like these like crazy, oh, uh, you it make you lose weight or lose 20 oh, yeah. pounds, whatever, you know. But I believe in vitamins, and there's truth to vitamins. There's truth to food. There's truth to vitamins through vegetables and food and nutrients and things like that. So, Well, here's another one. It's for brain health. And this is interesting. Another expert wrote that the trend towards vegetarian diets may lead to choline crisis. Choline is a nutrient that's important for the brain health and other functions. It's found in meat and poultry and the body can't make all the humans need. Yeah. Vegetarian diets are definitely lower in choline. Eating a few eggs a week can really help uh, really help boost intake for those who include eggs in their in what they eat. Vegetarians should consider a supplement especially women of childbearing age. The supplement yeah. should you should be USP certified. Yeah, like I said, you can take supplements for right. everything. There's a, there's a supplement for that, but you, that's something, yeah. especially a woman that's chi- of childbearing age. Yeah. You know, and choline, I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, I know I don't know either. <laughs> but it's it's something in the brain, so it's, you know, it, it's important, I guess, something that yeah. something else to look up. And now here's something, and I'm sure men and women alike would be worried about it is hair loss yeah um i being having my eating disorder background um i've only suffered that when i had my eating disorder 
my hair actually started growing back when I became became vegan because I got now my hair is probably I have thin hair, but my hair and skin is probably the best it's ever been. The hair loss is because of lack of iron, so you'd need an iron supplement. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. The other thing too is mood problems again with supplements and. This is especially problematic with women who gave birth and are on a, a yeah, vegeta- vegetarian or vegan diet. Yeah. That could be from, a, what do you say, a postpartum depression. Right, exactly. Uh, That's... Yeah, so, and um, and I, I find that vegans and vegetarians tend to be more sensitive people because we care. So that's why we are drawn more to that this lifestyle. So because we are passionate and we feel we're very empathetic and we can feel almost what the animals feel and you know not nothing or some mystical wizards and things like that but we can i'll be honest with you i lie awake at night sometimes and i don't cry like a boohoo cry but i'll get a little teary-eyed because i'm thinking while i'm sleeping how many ten thousand animals or pigs or chickens were probably slaughtered while i was sleeping and I'm, i'm here safely in my bed and just sleeping away and while they are facing the worst moment of their life, you know, and, and so and so it, it wears on you, you know. So it's not to say we're a depressed bunch, but I think, you know, again, everyone in this world, like everyone's on something, some type of medication. There's not so many people who are not on anything at all, mood ha- enhancement, whether it be drugs, cigarettes, alcohol, you know, and um, I just think we're a more sensitive people and that's how and why we choose this lifestyle and granted that's not to say that the biggest like Arnold Schwarzenegger is a vegan I don't see him as being a softy but he has compassion you know so Arnold Schwarzenegger is a vegan yeah he has a vegan yep he is a vegan what about Lou Ferrigno uh um I don't know about Lou Ferrigno I know Anna Schwarzenegger. Um, and there's lots of, uh, there's lots of famous vegans, lots of famous vegan bodybuilders, lots of famous vegan athletes. I know Justin Fields, who, this is football. Jamie loves football. And so I remember that name, and he's a vegan. So hmm. he's a vegan or plant based. So Interesting. I never yeah. knew that about Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, I don't want to sound like I'm negative, too. Those are just things I wanted to bring out so people are aware of them. Yeah. There were lots of benefits to a meatless lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of it. It, it. For me, one thing it's the easiest, simplest thing you one person can do that makes a huge difference is by not consuming something. I picture it this way: like when I see commercials for KFC or Papatino's, whatever on TV, I don't see pizza. I see the dead animals. I see two jet dead chickens that it took to make that. I see. The cow that was raped and, and the mother that was, her baby was taken away. Now, I, I see that. I, when I watch commercials, I don't see the food. I just see the torture. Do you um, really? Yeah, I do. I, 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 no matter, and I, and it's strange. I even was talking to Jamie the other day. Is that I never thought I would be like this. You know, like I never thought that. I would be like one of those vegans, you know. So, but I am. I, I, I am. I see. I see the a pus. I see the pus and the milk and things like that. I, I don't see goodness. I don't see yum. That doesn't make me hungry at all. You must and be, the same you, thing. You must be a pip during the Super Bowl 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, they, they actually had two vegan commercials during the Super Bowl, which was kind of exciting. So, <laughs> so but, uh, but yeah, it's just like uh, I see things in a totally – it's not that I see different things. I see things in a totally different manner. And I think that's why sometimes vegans come, get a bad rap because we see things so differently. And I'll be honest, I don't understand why, Jamie, you don't see the same thing, why you love your dog. But yet you will eat a ham sandwich or something because to me there's no difference. And that not not, not trying to attack you, but to me there's no difference. It's like I won't like we all believe animal cruelty is wrong, and and we you know so how do you humanely kill an animal that doesn't want to die and that doesn't need to die? It's not necessity anymore. Like back in the day. Yes, maybe it was necessity because we had to eat and, you know, and there was scarcity of food, but it's not necessity anymore. So why do it if it's not necessity and it's killing us by our health and things like that and the world, the environment? Just this morning, I was reading an article and how if in the next 10 years we don't make a significant change, global warming is impending doom. And it's we are going to have all these wildfires that we've had, all the extreme weather temperatures, how it's been so muggy. I, I live in Massachusetts in New England. It's been so muggy. Or it's been unbearable. You can't even go outside. It, it, I have been outside legit. I love tanning. And I'll be honest, I, I, I know it's bad for me, but I put, I'm a product of the 90s. You know, <laughs> I put my suntan lotion on. I put my SPF on. And I go lay out. I've been. I've only laid out once this summer because it's been so bad. It's been the heat intolerance and the the. It's been um. What is that? They when they say the uh, heat extinguisher. What heat? I, I don't know what the word is. I'm losing my thoughts. Well, whatever. It's been bad to go out there to be so eloquently said. You know. So, <laughs> but it it, it is. It's it just and it's so it's happening. I'm seeing it happen. You know. So it's like and I feel bad for. I don't have any children, but I feel bad for Jamie's son and G- he, because Jason, he's obviously going to get married one day and hopefully, you know, we'll see, you know, and then but what are his kids going to have to, if we don't change now, what's going to happen to the world? And you know, I, I just feel like everything is so much and we can do one simple thing is by stopping consuming meat and dairy products or not. Let's say, okay, you're, not, you're never going to stop. Lessen it. Please, at least lessen it. If the minimum you can do is lessen it, then then do, do that. You know, because it's like we are killing ourselves and killing the world. Can I ask you a question? Sure. How, and I'm not being funny, how is stop stopping consuming meat going to lessen global warming? These CO2 emissions, the carbon emissions, that's global warming is greenhouse gases. That's what it, it that the factory farming industry makes, I believe, something like 84% of the carbon emissions. Where and is the, the fossil, where is the, the carbon? It goes, oh, sorry, it goes into the air. But where is the carbon emissions coming from by consuming meat? It's the production of it. It's the production, it's the cows and the, the, pro, the cows using the cows, the, um, the landfill, the waste, it's all that, like, um, I'm not, I, I know, you know, I know it's from the uh, carbon emissions. I'm not an 
educated fully on that like, topic, but uh, you know, once I, I find a, a paperwork, I find like a, a document that would back me up. I can, I could share that with you all. Okay, but yeah. um, it, it is, it, it's a fact that you know, eighty-four percent or more of the carbon emissions comes from the tractor farming industry, and then the other comes from fossil fuels. And so, do you realize that there is only thirty percent of the land? is actually usable in the world. We have destroyed all 70% of the land. It's through deforestation, through, through like, it's a cow grazing land or, or animal feed land. It, it, we could feed so much more individuals if we actually just use the grain for, for us and then, you know, made vegan food and stuff with that. And then we can start, start um, re-enriching the land and having the land get back to normal or get back to what it's supposed to be. All right, but then, again, I'm not being facetious or anything like that. So we stop we, we stop killing cows. You know, it would be a gradual stop. Oh, all right. We wouldn't stop all at once. It would be like one day, oh, okay, we're not going to kill any cows. It would be a gradual shift. Right, and that's it. Sorry. We end, up, we end up stopping. Yeah. Now the cows are... The cows are multiplying, but there wouldn't be there wouldn't be any many cows left. There would be only some in sanctuaries. There would be not these cows are not so genetically modified. They're not natural anymore. No, they're so, not. So, so we there would be no more cows. It is more humane and more ethical to let a species die out that and to then to torture, gas and cut them, murder them. It'd be be more humane, be more humane to not exist and. That you know, because they know they're like a freak of nature. Like the chickens that we have nowadays, the broiler hens, mm-hmm. they're not natural hens. They can't even walk around anymore. They and they legs can't hold their weight, and they have often have so many eggs that eggs get stuck in their ducts, and they are, have like four, four, four to five eggs stuck in there. Like it's almost like impacted bowels, but it's impacted ducts. You know, egg system in total, and they die from that. So, because they're bred to breed so many eggs, and so so just unnatural. There's nothing natural about the factory farming industry, and there's nothing nothing logical about it. Nothing, yeah, it's just there's nothing logical. There's nothing humane as well, too. I'm like I said, I was I'm, I'm asking out of curiosity at this point. Yeah. I'm oh not, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking to start an argument. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, just yeah. that. That's great because, granted, I'm telling you what I know, what I've read, and what I've, I've educated myself on. Mm-hmm. And uh, granted, too, I will say if I don't know something, I, uh, I right. hope I, I say I don't know. But this just what research I've been and that I know to be true. So, but not to say someone could come in and be like, oh, oh, this is magical place that I, I don't think it's that. But. Anyway, let me just get back to the benefits yeah. of the meatless lifestyle. And this interests me is heart health. Yeah. In one recent report, vegetarian and Mediterranean plans were linked with better heart health. Yes. Which surprises me because usually yeah. stroke and heart health go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, anytime you hear something's not heart healthy, you also hear it's, you know, it yeah. causes stroke. But here it's it's split where the vegan and vegetarian diets are heart yeah. healthy, but they can cause strokes. Yeah. I don't understand that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. 
Also, the vegan and vegetarian diets can help avoiding type 2 diabetes. Yes, yes. Which I wish I would have known about years ago. Yes, yes. Well, it's not too late. It's not too late. It's yeah. never too late. Yeah, this is true. This yeah, is true. You can, you, can uh, you know, just, you know, maybe try vegetarian and then slowly, you know, in the, but the, I just want to make sure because there's the difference between a vegetarian and vegan and, and we know that vegetarians can still consume dairy and eggs and things like that and vegans don't consume anything because the dairy industry is horrible as well as the chicken industry like the the ground of the chicks alive like the the male chicks they macerate them alive because they're not worth anything to them or they suffocate them in a like big bag or bin and things like that and the dairy industry of course they steal away the babies from the mother cows at birth and they artificially inseminate them you know over and over and then they kill them when they can't no longer stand up they send to slaughter so it's, it's like totally a using system we use these animals for for our own benefit now let me ask you something have you ever seen chickens in the wild uh, uh yeah um, I mean, yeah not chickens in the wild but i've seen my caretaker had a chicken, so I saw them at her her house, but I've not seen, like, I, I don't think they exist in the wild, and that right. would be the same thing as, Cow. as cows. Yeah, it'd be, because it'd be more humane and ethical to let them down, like, let them go extinct than to continue, and, and what we're doing is we're causing all these greenhouse gas emissions by continuing this practice, so, which we're in turn warning are destroying our, our environment and it's, it's it just makes no logical sense i keep going back to that and so we're doing something and we're so concerned about about the environment but yet we're like it's like the cassandra effect you have you heard of that the um cassandra is from like a greek mythology where cassandra knows what it's going to happen and she knows the truth but she can't stop it from happening it's like she because she just believed to be a liar right so yeah so like I, i'm sure i'm getting that wrong but no I think it's you, been a while I think you got it right. yeah it's been a while since i've been in eighth grade uh greek mythology <laughs> class so yeah so it, it's uh yeah so I, I i'm still reading i'm reading this as you're talking i'm, I'm impressed about the diabetes that's a that's a yeah. big, big concern of mine actually yeah no you may want to try it do do the to the 21 day challenge and hey. see if it, give it a give it a whirl hey. get, give it a whirl and what's 21 days you, and you can go back to eating your ho-hos and ding-dongs and I, things I, after I, that i don't eat ho-hos and ding-dongs yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, but you know just here's something else though and this this i'm sure you know about it says caution don't be a, a junk food vegetarian yes yes there's many junk food vegans and vegetarians, which, like, potato chips is vegan and vegetarian. But if you eat a bag of potato chips every day, that's not a lot of nutrients. Um, <laughs> or the, the Impossible Burger or Beyond Burger, it's excellent. And, um, and it, it tastes great. Um, it, the, it, recently, Jamie had the Impossible Burger, and he says, hands down, it is the best tasting burger in the vegan burger out there. So I have not tried it yet, so I'll have to try it. But it is, again, it's processed. So 
when you do go vegan slash vegetarian, you want to eat a lot of whole foods, grains, legumes, uh, vegetables, like real vegetables, real. But you can do like a fr- frozen veggies so, in a pinch and things like that. So just not to be, you don't have to have a, a huge garden in your backyard or anything like that. But it's uh, obviously you want to eat a little more natural stuff, just like. Eating junk food is not good for you all the time. Like if I ate Kit Kats all day long, or or M and M's, or potato chips, that would not be good. So right. And now, what's this about? It says if you eat a vegan diet, if you eat vegan diet, but you eat a lot of French fries, uh, refined carbs like white bread, white rice. Yep, you gain weight. Right. I didn't realize there was carbs yep. in, in the vegan diet. Yes. There. Oh, there's tons of carbs in the vegan diet. Not tons of carbs, but one of my friends it was on keto, and she was thinking of going vegan or vegetarian. And but she was on keto and losing a lot of weight from it. So, and she said, right now it's not the time for her. What she was doing was working for her body, her health. You know, right. whichever not to do what you know, works for you. And because there are carbs in the vegan diet, so but there's no cholesterol. Maybe there's some fat in some of the vegan cheeses. But you've got to be eating a lot of vegan cheese if you're having like high cholesterol from saturated fat and uh, and the vegan cheese. So what about you're gonna be. What about the French fries? Uh, yeah, yeah, fr- French fries. I'm sure the cholesterol. Yeah, they'd be cholesterols from, and fat there. Any fried food. Yeah. yeah. Any fried food from the oil. Yeah. Like like anything else. And like if I ate fried vegetables every day, that wouldn't be so good for me. Like you know. And the, now it also says that. They're emphasizing uh, fruits and vegetables, not fruit juice, but whole food. Yes, yeah, yeah. Eat it from the source. So, so because fruit juice tends to be sweetened and artificially sweetened, and etc. What about and have u- lots of sugars in it? What about using a juicer? Oh yeah, yeah, I can juice there. We we were on a juicing phase for a little while. That's how we started our vegan journey. Is four years ago we started juicing, and then we watched some documentaries, and then we know decided to go vegan overnight so and and we, i like the juicing jamie did not like it at all so <laughs> I, I i was cool with it but i don't think we we drank enough juice we were only drinking one juice like for breakfast breakfast lunch and dinner mm-hmm. so and i think we should be drinking like six juices you know so <laughs> so maybe we we're not juicing enough so but i kind of like the idea of juicing yeah to be honest it's good it, yeah Kind of like a, it's kind of like a chemistry set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's mix cool. It, up it, it is cool, and you can use the uh, the remnants depending on what you have. You make carrot juice or something. Oh, you can use the no, remnants to make no, a. No, a no. I know, I know carrots and peas for you, <laughs> no, but no, no. Um, you can use the remnants to make like carrot cake or carrot bread. You know, like when you're not when you're done juicing. No. So. No. No. Yeah. No carrot, you love this. No carrot carrots cake, and peas. No carrot cake. No carrot bread. No carrot juice. I'm gonna send you a big bucket no, of carrots and peas in the no, mail. No, no split pea soup. No, 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 no. 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 But <laughs> now, if you you want to juice a peach or an apple, yeah. or Brussels sprouts. I, I've never had that before. <laughs> I I never have either, but I'll try it. I'll try. Yeah, yeah. I love Brussels. I love Brussels sprouts as well, too. That's why I wanted to present that sheet today, because there's good and bad in everything. Yeah. There, there is, and I'm not knocking the vegan lifestyle. I'm not, but you have to, you have to like anything, like anything that you do. You have to really dig into it. You can't just 
say one day I'm going to become a vegan. It's the same thing. Like I, I said in my last podcast on living with a disability, I got up as high as 396 pounds. Yeah. And I had to lose it. And yeah. I went to Weight Watchers. And before Weight Watchers would even let me do the program, they said, you have to go see a doctor. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I did. I went to go see my doctor. Yep. And he said, yeah, by all means, go on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go yeah. on a diet. So, but I had to get cleared from my doctor before I did it. Yeah. And, you know, it worked. It took me a couple of, well, actually almost two years. And I'm down, yeah. I'm down to 240. Yeah. But it worked. But you have to really commit to whatever you're doing. And you have yeah. to. It, like my doctor said, you have to take, um, I had to take vitamins. I had definitely had to take vitamins. And I had to make sure that it wasn't going to interfere with the medication I was taking. Yes, yeah. Even though it's only a diet and you're cutting out, you know, food yeah. and stuff. Like for a while there, I wasn't, there was days I didn't have to take insulin at all. Oh, wow. While I was on Weight Watchers. You have to really check with your doctor before you make yeah. any kind of serious change in your in your routine. And I agree with you there. Like I agree, you should ch- also check with your doctor. Um, but I, I'm to say some doctors don't know crap about a vegan lifestyle. Their drugs is old school. They tend to be more, much more about the book. You need meat and dairy, you know. So take your doctor's advice, of course, you know. And granted, this is me saying this. Some um, random girl don't go, go take this to the gold. But um, they don't know everything. So do your own research. If it's important to do your own research. And of course, and that too, another thing I would like to say is that the vegan diet for me, yes, I want to make sure, you know, I'm healthy. My, my doctor knows I'm a vegan, you know, my dentist knows I'm vegan. Everyone knows I'm a vegan. But for me, it's about the ethical, compassionate like choice. It's like, even if uh, someone said to me, my doctor was like, oh, you need to eat chicken and one piece of chicken to be healthy you know, every day. I wouldn't do it. I just, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not doing it. So for me, it's more of like an ethical, humane thing. I, I just can't do it. Like, I'd be grossed out. I, it, I don't see a piece of chicken as a piece of chicken anymore. I see it as, as a living being. It had a past. That was a, a, a living being. So I, I, like I said, you, you don't see, it's not like you see something different. You just see things differently. Aren't you, and again, don't take this the wrong way. But I I, list, I I read a lot of what's on your board and what's a, a lot of what's on my on my board. Yeah. Now. And aren't you almost like projecting human emotions onto an animal? Yeah, uh, they uh, animals are, like they're not humans, uh, but they have the same. They're sentient beings. They have the same capacity to love, fear. They have families. They have. They don't want to die. You know, they want to live like everyone else. I take it as to. If an alien race came down right now and took us off in their spaceship and started doing tons of testing and on on us, they were gonna eat us. We'd be horrified. We'd be we'd be like trying to escape. That's how I think it is for them. Well, it, th- it is like. But think think about what you just said and think back to a couple of weeks ago, with my hypothetical question about the desert island, and everyone lost their minds. Now, aren't you just just giving a hypothetical? About aliens coming in. Yeah, no, I could say, like, The Walking Dead is a prime example. There's one scene, I'm not sure if you follow The Walking Dead. I do, I do, actually. I, I love it. Terminus. Yes, you remember Terminus? Exactly, exactly. That's the exact scene I think of. And it, it was hard, it's hard for me to even watch that scene because it's like so, like, 
I I relate that to how what the animals feel. Like they're gonna they're gonna slaughter and eat, you know, Rick and 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 all of them. So it, it it's and they escaped as they didn't want to be eaten. So you know they were the determinist people were the bad guys. You know, so we are the determinists to them. Again, though, the, you're talking hypothetical because that's a TV show and people but, but people lost like their mind. People lost but their like mind that, when I said a desert island. But things like that do happen in real life. They it's do. Like the shock of it is it's happening now and it's happening every day all over the world. And no one's doing anything about it. We're sitting oddly by and we are just like, oh, because we don't want to make people on carplo. We don't want to make you. We don't want to offend anyone. We are killing living things and we're killing ourselves in the long run because we're getting sick by eating them, eating those secretions, eating their flesh. And it just makes no sense. Why, if there's a better way, why, if there's a non-cruel way, we can get all we need from plants and nutrients. I'm not talking about 100 years ago or in the dark ages or, or no, uh, indigenous I, I, people. I understand you know? what you're saying. But, you know, our bodies are built. Our bodies are made to eat meat. Oh, yeah? You're made to rip apart an animal with the claws? Do you have claws? No, but you have canine teeth and you have... No, you the, have... your canine teeth are little piddly, like, like little chiclets compared to other canines. That's not canine teeth. They're made for chewing, chewing back and forth, you know, chewing side to side. And you um, also and have extra long, extra long colon. That... Extra colon? Colon, colon. Oh, colon, a colon, okay. And you also have an appendix. I mean, there, there's proof out there that your body is made to digest meat. Oh, I'm going to totally dis defeat you on that one. Okay. That, it's, yeah, that's not, I, there's proof out there that your body is not made to eat meat. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to be taught. <laughs> I'm willing to be, I'm, I'm just saying, these are things that I've been picking up along the way and just reading i'm just reading about it i'm not saying yeah. that i'm an expert on it these are just oh, yeah, things yeah. that i'm re i'm reading about as i'm going on i'm i'm learning yeah. i'm just learning you know picking up tidbits here and there and i'm throwing them out to you guys because you guys are the ones that are you know coming up with all this information for me i'm just getting bombarded left and right yeah <laughs> so yeah and let me say uh i just want to say everything to my people and my friends out there and listeners Jimmy is a good guy. He asks his questions. It's his job to ask his questions. It's his job to, you know, be the antithesis. Because if not, then we would just be talking, sharing recipes all day, you know. So, <laughs> it, so we, it, we, his job, he's not a big a jerk. He, he is a carnivore, but we won't let that slide. You know, so, but, but, you know, but yeah, but we, we joke around. We joke around and we have a lot of fun together. And it, nothing is said in a mean-spirited Everything is is a genuine question, and you know it's not like it's not trying to dig at people because I think so many vegans are so used to all the people asking stupid asinine questions that when you ask a genuine question, they jump down your throat because they think you're trying to you know rip them or something. Well, I don't know. I know people are waiting outside the studio with bats, <laughs> with nails sticking out the other side. I have to hire security. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, 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 I think it was pretty good today. We we got some questions answered. Yeah. We, we got some some information out there to share, which yeah. I'm uh, 
like I said, I'm learning as we go along. And I hope other people are learning as we go along. And what we want to do is promote, if you're going to go this route, we want to promote that you're going safe. And yet yes. you know the facts. And you can still be a vegan and be safe. Look for the supplements. You need the supplements to be safe. Yes, yep. You don't want to lose your hair. <laughs> you don't want to go bald. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to run the risk of a stroke. Believe me, I've had three. Aaron's had two. Yeah. They're yep. no fun. <laughs> yeah, no fun at all. <laughs> They're no fun. It's not a ride at Disney. And you don't want that to happen to you. But there's yeah. benefits to it, too. I've had a couple of heart attacks. Aaron's had a heart attack. Yep. Again, they're no ride at Disney. Yeah. So yep. the the vegan diet is good when it comes to heart attacks. They they can help prevent them. Yes. So that's something to look into too. But just be safe. If it if if taking a supplement can help you, then take the supplement. Yes. Always take the supplements because it's, that's the most important. Because if you're not getting certain foods, you 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 need to supplement it with and that's the purpose of being because the cruelty free diet is to take a supplement instead of you know eating the liver or whatever like i don't know what it would be but you know right and you know iron iron is one of one of the most important things that you're going to be missing by going on a meatless diet and that affects your hair your fingernails your yeah. skin so you need an iron supplement and you know like Aaron's not too happy with the doctor maybe but you could always talk to your doctor and say, look, I'm going vegan. Yeah. What, what could I What could I use to supplement, you know, what I'm missing? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, don't ask your doctor to go, go vegan. If you make the decision to go vegan or, or vegetarian, you tell them that's what I'm, I want to do that. So how can I do that the healthiest way? And then obviously if there's some severe health risk, they will, you know, obviously let you know. But most doctors, and I firmly believe this, don't have a lot of uh, nutritional information, and they are the food pyramid ways. You know, the dare meat, the you know, the typical. They don't know a lot, but there are some definitely that are very good. So I don't want to speak about all doctors. Well, nowadays the way the way the HMOs go, the doctor is yeah. going to send you to a nutritionalist anyway. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, the, and that's good. the nutritionalist will definitely tell you what you're going to yeah. need. And yeah. You could always bypass the doctor and go to a nutritionalist on your own. Yeah, yeah. And just tell them, look, this is what I'm. This is what my plans are, and I want to do it the best way I can, the safest way I can. Yeah. And be proactive because this is your health. Yeah. And if you're disabled and you're taking medication, I don't care who you like or don't like. Please make sure you check with your doctor. Yeah. Before yeah. you make any kind of lifestyle changes. Because your health comes first. Yes, definitely. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that you went to you went to eat nuts and berries and ended up in a box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nuts and berries. Nuts and berries. <laughs> nuts and berries. <laughs> That's Aaron's new name. Nuts and berries. Yep. Nuts and berries. But <laughs> uh, I want to thank you guys for being here today. I really appreciate it. And Aaron, thank always, you very much. It's always a pleasure. Nuts Thank and, you. Nuts and berries. Nuts and berries. Nuts and berries. <laughs> and you're going to be hearing more of Erin because she's going to be working her way over into the living with a disability end. So she's going to be all over the place like a like a bad penny. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Or, no. a, uh, or a rock in your shoe. There you go. There you go. 
Aaron's becoming a, an intricate part of an apple a day. So just keep an eye out for her. She's skyrocketing. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you again. Thank you again for being here with us today. And keep an eye out. We have who's coming up next on on this. Uh, um, uh, Je uh, Jeffrey. Um, I, I'm, I don't. I, I forget his name. Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Yeah, Jeffrey. I, I call him Jeffrey the Vegan. So, um, he, but he's an amazing individual, and he's done a lot of work. Um, and his story is an amazing one. Um, he's helped a lot of people become vegan. He's helped out a lot of homeless people. Um and get out of really bad situations, have to a lot of mentally disabled. He's a, a, an amazing individual. And then we have Todd, Todd Friedman, Arthur Akers on the 23rd. And I'm super excited for that. So, so am I. I got a lot of questions for Todd. Yeah. Todd, Todd of Arthur Akers. Arthur yeah. Akers. Yeah, he is, he is He's so awesome. He, he's off, he's from Long Island as well. So, so not 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 as well. I know you from the Bronx, but New New York. So, no. thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. From the Bronx, Pennsylvania, yeah. South Carolina, yeah. from all over the place. All over the we, place. I'm like a bad yeah. penny. <laughs> yeah. But thanks again, and we will definitely talk to you next Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to it. I hope you're looking forward to it. I know Aaron's looking forward to it. Yes. So we'll see you then. Have a great day. Thank you. I want to thank you for stopping by today and remind you that a vegan possibility can be heard here every Wednesday with your host, Erin Fernandes, and her co-host, me, Jimmy Apple. <laughs> and I want to remind you, nobody's ever gone blind by looking at things from the bright side. So give it a shot, my friends. Hey, you've been listening to An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. We'll see you again next time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.